episode of Scooge Dark. I'm your host, Screwly D, and I have a very special guest with me today, TV's Noah from Plus Two Comedy. He has amassed over 250 followers on Twitch. I'm mm-hmm. new to Twitch, I'm a newbie to Twitch, and I want to talk to Noah here about his streaming career and a host of other things that he has going on. And uh, welcome to the show, dude. Happy yeah, thank you, you so much for having me. I yeah. really appreciate it. I'm excited. First interview I've ever done. Oh, all right. No pressure. Yeah. You're doing great so far. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. So uh, tell, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I know a little bit about you just through some research, but kind of give the people who don't know you, maybe some followers of mine or from Scooge, uh, a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm Noah Houlihan, our TV's Noah. I'm from Plus Two Comedy. Uh, we are we started as a nerd-specific stand-up comedy group that traveled uh, anime, comic book, and video game conventions. And uh, now we've kind of spread out into multiple different uh, opportunities. Uh, so the main things I'm known for doing right now is, uh, of course, the Twitch stream. Uh, me and my wife host uh, the Stay Doomed show, where we uh, it's a podcast about shows that ran one season or less. And uh, I also got a big event coming up called uh, Battle Royale Royale. It's a uh, charity event for the Trevor Project, where we challenge gamers to get a win in seven different Battle Royale games in one day. Oh, wow. Is there even seven different Battle Royale games? Uh, like, I can yes, name a few. Are. Like, Warzone, Fortnite. Uh, <laughs> that's all I can uh, think of. The, the, the games we are playing, uh, and they have to be played in this order, are Fortnite, Fall Guys, Hyperscape, which when we, we wanted to have a first-person shooter in the game, so we found Hyperscape. And the moment we announced the hyperscape community, like destroyed itself. (laughs) So like hyperscape is like the questionable game we have now. Uh, But I still like it. And that's, what's important. Yeah. Is it Uh, controversial? Like what's, what's the, basically what happened was uh, it's your basic battle Royale game uh, for, except it's first person and you have like hacks So, like, along with your guns, you can turn into a ball and roll around or put up walls like Fortnite. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then when it gets down to the last 15, it's either the last person alive or the person who holds the crown the longest. So I really, like, like the concept. Oh, so, like, a little bit of King of the Hill? Yeah, it's got, like, a little King of the Hill feel to it as well. And uh, I loved it. Like I was playing it. I was super into it. I announced Battle Royale Royale. They announced a patch and the patch like nerfed everything and everybody freaked out and quit. And I was like, all right, well, I already launched. So we're we're playing Hyperscape. (laughs) Uh, So we're doing that along with uh, PUBG, uh, Soviet Jump Game, which if you haven't played that, fantastic. Uh, Mario 35 and Tetris 99. Is is the Mario thirty five already out or? Yes, I I'm completely addicted to Mario. <laughs> I, I had no idea it was out. The best. <laughs> I, I saw the trailer for it, and it intrigued me. But I thought that was like a future release thing. Oh, it's incredible! It's free. On oh, really? The right oh, now? On the Switch? Yeah. Oh, nice. It's great. Oh, I spend most of my time playing Mario thirty five these days. <laughs> awesome, dude! So everyone has to. The winner has to get first place and all of those yes so the the idea and the way we're running it is uh you can sign up right now at battle royale royale.com and uh on january 16th uh i'm gonna send out a start tweet at around 11 a.m eastern standard time and it's gonna have like a hashtag in it and everybody starts playing Fortnite at that time and then when you get a win you take a picture of the screen and you use the hashtag so we can track it on twitter and our referees can go in and like validate that you won and all this stuff. Once you've won Fortnite, then you can move on to Fall Guys. And while that's all happening on Twitch, on my channel, Plus Two Comedy, I'm going to be calling the action like it's NFL Red Zone, switching in between streams, catching up on how people are doing. Oh, nice. Uh, so it's going to be chaotic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was like, it's one of those like, 
weird ideas you have that you just keep thinking about for too long. And it's like, I got to act on this or it's just going to live in my brain. So uh, we push forward through it and uh, it's, we're really excited for it. That's, so. that sounds epic. Cause it, it sounds like a big project, but I'm exactly the same way. I always have ideas circulating in my mind. I, I just don't execute 75% of them. This was almost oh, yeah. going to be a trash idea of doing interviews and a new segment for the podcast, but Thankfully, I pulled through, and here we are today. <laughs> well, the, the plus two comedy motto for the longest time was, that that idea sounds stupid. We should probably do that. <laughs> so my, my life is uh, a series of ideas that a smarter person would have thought better of hey, that I I'm, pursued viciously. <laughs> yeah, you never know what's going to stick. So you may right. think it's stupid at the moment, but in hindsight, like, oh, that was actually a really good idea. And I've, I've had those uh, premonitions before. So yeah. uh, you, you told me a little bit before we got started, but uh, when did you start streaming on? And was it initially twitch.tv where you started streaming? Uh, I, started, I started streaming on uh, Twitch. Uh, basically, uh, me and uh, my buddy Sean Capel, who was formerly of Underbelly, we made a game show. And the game show has been in production hell for quite some time. Uh, but it was it's called uh, Game the Gamer. And it is basically uh, Cutthroat Kitchen, but legally distinct from Cutthroat Kitchen. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> with video games. So mm. it's we're forcing people to play uh, video games in ways that they want. <laughs> so we had an episode where we played... Uh, like Mario Party with dance pads, uh, like Smash Brothers with like the Wii music saxophone, like <laughs> weird stuff yeah. like that. Cool. Uh, and we have this show and we are still in the process of making it, but it needed like a home and we're going to put it on YouTube. And I was like, well, we don't want to put it on YouTube without some sort of a following. Mm. So I made plus two comedy gaming on YouTube and I was like, well, this needs content now. Yeah. And then I was like, I guess I'll start Twitch streaming and just fell in love with doing Twitch streams. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people that where if I'm not working, I'm thinking about how I should be working. Same here. So, Same so now here. when I'm playing video games, I'm like, I'm making content. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because nowadays, I, I'm not much of a gamer off screen. Yeah. Like uh, the only time I'll play a video game for the, for the majority, there's a few exceptions, but for the majority part, I'm like, I should make content out of this. So it just feels mm -hmm. productive. I don't know if I play something solo, it just doesn't seem that fun. I don't know. I, I guess I like the audience aspect of live Oh, streaming. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And because uh, I was at a convention and I, I like brought up casually that I was planning on uh, becoming a, a streamer. And they're like, oh, like, are you going to speed run? I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm probably not going to do speedruns. He's like, oh, is there a game like that you're really skilled at? And I was like, no, not not particularly. And they're like, oh, your Twitch channel is going to be bad. And I was like, what? And it's like the only good Twitch plays are speedruns or things that function as tutorials. And I was like, I don't think that's true. So I made sure that my channel focuses on struggle. Like it's all about me facing something that is going to take some time to overcome and just like pushing against it as hard as possible. So all the games I play are weird and hard and at times just miserable. <laughs> like the least the game then, you're streaming. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing something really interesting. Uh, there's a game called Lisa, the painful RPG, which you dropped in on for a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you go on YouTube and like do some research about it, everyone will tell you it is the most like horrible soul wrenching game you can play. Uh, and it is, <laughs> it's also really funny. I highly recommend this game, but like one of the big gimmicks of this game is that there's permadeath. So your party members can die forever at pretty much any time. So I decided that all my Twitch audience will play them as if we are playing Dungeons and Dragons. And they make all the decision for the party members. I play my character. Everybody else plays theirs. And then if they die, they're just out of the game. Oh, wow. 
So there are also moments in the game where like I walk down a hallway and I get jumped by a gang and they grab one of my party members and they're like, okay, give us all your money or we're going to kill this guy. So like in chat, I have these moments where I'm like, ah, I have all this stuff. And now instead of it being just random avatar, you know, it's my friend Weaver who is now pleading for their lives. (laughs) So I decided, I was like, you know what? This game's not, it's not soul crushing enough. Let's see if we can make this worse somehow. (laughs) And uh, all, all of my stuff goes up on Plus Two Comedy Gaming on YouTube. And it's amazing. Where we are on YouTube is all fun and games and happy. And where we're at on Twitch is horrible, sad, depressing, miserable. <laughs> and maybe, so it's a completely different experience depending on where you are. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like you say, it was a, it's like a terrible experience, but everyone's having fun in chat and it looks oh. like you're having a lot of fun. And You, you were doing a, a challenge of sort, like a exercise yeah. challenge when you die. Uh, what, say that again, I'm sorry. Like you were doing squats when you died. Oh yeah, <laughs> because uh, the, one of the other like aspects of this game is you could just walk off a cliff and die, and I was like doing it far too much, where I would just walk off the screen and game over. So there were like <laughs> we we decided like there has to be a punishment for all these game overs, and we decided on squats. So I do squats when we game over now. I I, I saw an article. It's funny because it. They were both in the similar times that I saw you doing squats. But beforehand, I saw an article that's like, to keep in absolute shape, daily Twitch streamers, every time they die, they should do 10 push-ups to stay in straight. Yeah. Yeah. A- absolutely. I'm actually <laughs> trying to work Ring Fit Adventure into the, the Twitch schedule, mm. which is fantastic on the Switch. If you haven't played that, it is a workout that will kill you. Oh, wow. And like, like you get 15 minutes into the game and the game's like, you sure you want to keep playing? You're helping <laughs> and puffing a lot. So it's like a playing dance, dance revolution. Oh, and that used to be my game. I used to be a big dance. dance oh, revolution yeah. Guy. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was never good, game. but I would play on easy mode and I would just be drenched in sweat and pure red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, uh, well, you know, in like grade school, I was the fat kid and then I got ddr and became the the slim kid so i had to use my video games to get in shape (laughs) i i I feel like trying that soon because one of my all-time favorite games is dark souls and you know you inevitably die a lot so i think i'm gonna do a challenge uh play through one of these days and do like 10 push-ups every time i die yeah i I highly recommend that stuff yeah that sounds fun i just have to kind of changed my setup here so you can actually see me on the floor doing push-ups. <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the games that I wanted to play on Twitch and I never could like figure out a good way to do it was Tony Hawk's Ride, which was the one that came with the skateboard. Yeah, yeah, it came with the skateboard. It's miserable. Like it is so hard to play. It doesn't work right and I was trying to figure out a way where like I could film my feet so you could see what the board was doing and film me and see the gameplay. And I never like got the setup right. But that was before I moved. Now that I'm in the new studio, maybe I should uh, revisit that idea. So, so you How wanna... much could Tony Hawk's ride cost these days? It probably, it's probably a, like, pro- probably kind of rare. You probably have to pay a good. I doubt it. Because <laughs> I bought it, I bought it for $5 from GameStop. And then when I moved, I threw it away because I didn't uh, want to like, pack it. And I was like, I'm sure I can get another one of these for $5. I vaguely remember playing it when I was much younger. And I, I remember the controls were not working right for me either. Was it for the Wii? They had it for the Wii. They had it for uh, they had it for the, the PlayStation. The Wii one, uh, it came with a USB wireless adapter. So you could plug it into your computer and we used it on Game the Gamer to play Nidhog, which was like, because the buttons on it are super like tiny. Yeah. Which was a, a fantastic game. Those shows will eventually make it to YouTube. Cool, cool. So uh, you, you said you're, you're, what are you most passionate about? Is it your comedy group with your wife or is it Twitch streaming or? Uh, I'm, that, that's, 
it's tough because I feel like my my goals have changed so much. It's hard to be. It used to be stand up comedy, but like mm-hmm. with the pandemic and everything, like I haven't been on stage in eight months, and it's killing me. So it's kind of I still want to do what comedy did for people without having to do stand up because really what I want to do is make people laugh. I want people to have a good time. Uh, so I've been trying to you know funnel that through the Twitch stream in some way and just try to get it to the biggest audience possible. Um, that's my work phone. We're going to ignore that. Uh, <laughs> no problem. And, and, uh, and God is shining his sun rays on me right now. And my blinds won't close. So this <laughs> 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 God rays are coming yeah, through. God hates the Twitch stream. <laughs> exactly. It, uh, it's time of day. It's just... <laughs> but the, the main thing that I've always been into is like, obscure nerd culture like kind of those people that have uh like a very small circle and Mm -hmm. i love getting into that circle and be like all right so what are you guys super excited for all right explain that to me all right now i'm into this too yeah so i've always wanted to like shine lights on uh you know more hidden nerd aspects gotcha so uh you did stand up at conventions and you said you're now branching out. Can you give us a little details of what you mean? Are you going to comedy clubs or? I mean, I always did the club thing. Uh-huh. Uh, I was part of a comedy group for a while uh, called uh, High Note Humor. And we're all basically on hiatus now. Uh, but you know, I just like getting out there and performing and like finding skills elsewhere. I recently got into professional wrestling. Uh, so that's been a blast. You would I, like I, my I really co-hosts. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> into wrestling at all, but my two co-hosts are all about it. <laughs> you are missing out. <laughs> I guess I have to miss out because <laughs> it's not a, a bit appealing to me at all. I bet I could change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> but I did see that little snippet of clip where you're cosplaying wrestling on your Twitter. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, CPW, Cosplay Pro Wrestling, is uh, the company that I work for. And uh, I wrestle as the devious Giovanni of Team Rocket. And uh, currently, uh, my wife is the champion. She she wrestles as an evil Princess Peach. Oh, wow. Yes. And I, it, and I saw you did a really good, speaking of Princess Peach, I saw you did a really good Luigi impression. Really good Luigi impression. Are you talking about the the commercial I did? Yeah, yeah. Oh yes, uh, that that was again with my buddy Sean Cable, where uh, we did a commercial for uh, what was that for? That was for the Nintendo uh, 3DS, I believe. Mm. We're we're in Nintendo New York, and uh, it was right when uh, one of the Mario games came out. And the idea is it gets infested with all these different Luigi's and I play a Luigi that ends up in his underwear. So I got to be naked in New York. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of people get to say that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it, is there a Nintendo headquarters in New York? Yes. Yes. Nintendo New York is awesome. It is absolutely a fantastic place to go. They have like these big life-size like sculptures of Link and Pikachu. Nice. And then they have like <clears throat> this small like museum where they have like the Game Boy that they took into space. And uh, there was a soldier who got shot and the Game Boy saved his life. So they have like that Game Boy there. So yeah, if you can make your way to Nintendo New York, it's definitely worth stopping in. Sounds awesome. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. we can't do it at this time, but no, no. <laughs> uh, you said you're into comedy, and I just mm-hmm. want to know if there's any inspirations that you have that maybe made you want to do pursue comedy, or was it just like kind of a thing you have always wanted to do without any sort of bigger figure? Uh, the the big thing that that I I'll tell you this story uh, when I was very young. Uh, I remember being in bed and hearing my parents laughing in the other room. And I got out of bed and was like, what's so funny? And they're like, you cannot be out here right now. And I was like, what? You guys are all laughing. And they're like, no, we're watching something that's rated like super R. You cannot be out here. And I was like, okay. And I remember turning to go back to bed and looking at the TV screen and taking like this mental picture, like one day I will find what this is and I will watch it. I went back to bed. 
And then a few years later, I'm just going through all the the like VHS tapes we had. And I was like, I'll throw this tape in. And it was the show that they were watching. And it was Dennis Leary's No Cure for Cancer. And uh, while I didn't understand a lot of his jokes when I was like seven, I was just like, this is awesome. He's just standing there talking and everybody's <laughs> laughing and everybody <laughs> loved him. I should do this. So like... At seven years old, I was like, I'm a stand-up comedian. And then I would tell long stories that my parents would laugh at because they're nice. <laughs> and then <laughs> as time went on, I was I got addicted to Comedy Central. And uh, I, I just remember uh, being in college uh, with my buddy Will. And uh, we were talking, we were doing like these nerd jokes that we knew wouldn't work in the clubs. Because uh, like we would go to New- there's there's a video of me in a New York comedy club where I'm doing jokes about Aquaman and like no one's really getting it <laughs> but it's like, yeah guys come on Aquaman what's the deal what and, is the deal uh, with him like <laughs> he, he talks to fish he doesn't control them he just asks them for favors right, like right they do the hard work my uncle yeah <laughs> so. <laughs> We were like, wouldn't it be cool if there was like a comedian that did like nerd stuff? And then we slowly realized like, well, we could be those comedians. Uh, so we formed, that's how we formed the original Plus Two Comedy. It was me, it was my buddy Will, and my buddy TJ Del Reno, uh, who is a voice actor. He, he is the voice of Capri Sun. You really? might. Yes. The, the, the commercial that ends with like, respect the pouch, respect the yeah. pouch. Really? That's my buddy TJ. Yeah. So you have uh, like a famous tie with a voice actor. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He's also, he's also the Super Eight sign. And uh, what else? He, he was he was in Bully. He was in Rockstar's Bully. Really? Yeah. I'm impressed. I'm kind of like over here. I'm just like this small guy, and then talking to you with all these ties <laughs> and going to Nintendo New York and doing stand up. I'm just. I mean, I've been at this stuff for like. Longer than I'd like to say <laughs> for like 11 <laughs> years now, I've been just like trying real hard to just get my name in all these places. So I always just end up in these weird scenarios where it's like, Hey, you want to roast the angry video game nerd? I saw that sure. too. Yeah. Yeah. That was a blast. Uh, that, that was one of those like perfect storms of, uh, uh, of working really hard to prepare and then coming up with a really good idea like an hour before the show and being like, let's get rid of a lot of this stuff and let's do a lot of this stuff and we'll work on it. So, did, you, did you see it? Did you see when I roasted the, the nerd? I didn't. I, it, like I said, it was just a snippet and like your portfolio video wasn't gotcha. the whole video. Uh, yeah, what ends up happening is uh, there's, there's like the first half where I roast the nerd and then the second half I bring up Will in a... Uh, angry video game nerd costume to translate my jokes into profanity. And that was an idea we had a few hours before the show. So like the shows in a few hours was like, let's go to target and see if we can find a costume. <laughs> so we ran into the target. We grabbed like a shirt. We, we bought sunglasses and popped the lenses off and it just like worked way better than it had any right to be <laughs> how thrown together it was. <laughs> But yeah, it was a blast. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> <clears throat> so are you like a viewer of Twitch? Do you watch anybody in particular? Do you just kind of. I, I very rarely actively participate in Twitch because uh, I, I find whenever I'm like I go to Twitch and I'm like, ah, I don't know what I feel like watching. Well, I'll go on YouTube and like get something on demand. Mm, uh, so right. like. You know, I've been watching a lot of Among Us right now. I've been watching a lot of Mario 35 right yeah. now, uh, which is great. Cosmic, the guy who owns the world record in Mario Brothers, has been playing Mario 35, so it's fun watching his play style. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's great. Um, but, like, if I do go on Twitch, I usually... I want to find the guy that is streaming for like three people. Right. And just kind of like, usually me too. Yeah. 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 Because when you're like in these big chat rooms like XQC or Ninja, it's just like 
you're only like really mentioned if you have a big enough donation or donate yeah. bits or whatnot. And I mean, the people are usually good at the game, but I haven't really found anyone that genuinely entertains me. Yeah. I, I, I usually that. look to YouTube for that. I, I love YouTube and I actually initially started streaming on there, but I don't know Twitch. It's, it's much more fleshed out yeah. for sure. <laughs> it, it just feels better on Twitch. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? And so I just started streaming this year, so I'm very new to this, but I've gathered, you know, some followers almost to 20 in like these past three months. And uh, I've been having a blast, but I can't say that I like the platform for entertainment, like to watch people. Because in my mind, the, the real reason that like Let's Plays got popular in the first place, because, you know, all those people that are like, you watch Let's Plays? Why don't you just play the game? Right. Like, well, what I miss is having the time to like go to a friend's house and play a video game on his couch. Like, that's what I want to do. Exactly. Like, I, I got the new God of War. I don't know anything about it. We're going to figure it out together. I'm like, yeah, I'm there. And I don't have to be playing. I'm there for the experience of that. That's really what a Let's Play is selling. It's selling that feeling of being on the couch with your friends and you while don't... video games is the activity. But it's about hanging out. Exactly. It's like company. Like It just feels like there's company and you don't have to pay for the game. If you want to see what it's like, or you can preview the game without, you know, playing a demo because a lot of games don't have demos. So it's like a perfect opportunity to see what this game's about for free. And you get to support your creator by giving views, subscriptions, things like that. Yeah. Personally, my favorite thing to watch a let's play of is a game I've beaten. Like, cause like with movies, it's always fun to go back and like relive a movie that you've, that you love, but that only takes like two hours of your time. Mm -hmm. Sitting down to like relive a video game is like six to 29 hours of your life. Right. So that's kind of hard for me to find time to do. Uh -huh. But, you know, while I'm editing something or writing, I can throw that on the background and then be like, oh, yeah, this is the part in Portal where you get betrayed. Awesome. Like, and you, you, I get to relive it while still getting work done. Right, right. I get exactly what you mean because if it's a new game, you're going to miss out. But if, if it's something you're familiar with, you can have it as background noise and still enjoy mm -hmm. the video. Uh, yeah. I, I do that a lot, actually, without even thinking about it. I'll watch a lot of Resident, Resident Evil 4 playthroughs and Dark Souls. I've played those games a ton, and I don't know. I just like seeing people beat it at the best time, like speedrun it, yeah. or people One, like flesh out the lore of Dark Souls and whatnot. Yes, because I'm never going to have time to do that. <laughs> uh, one of my personal favorites, and it really shows how unimportant the actual gameplay is, there's a podcast called No One Can Know About This, and it is an audio-only Let's Play of every Final Fantasy game. So I recently was listening to that. They just finished Final Fantasy VII not too long ago, and that's a game I know by heart. So I don't need the visuals and I don't need to see them like battling every time because it's like it's cut up like a lot. Uh, it's just kind of like I want to hear how they react when X happens. Like, right. how are they going to react when they meet Red 13? Right. I don't need the game for that. I just want like bros to hang out with. Yeah. Or, who are experiencing it. So like it, it's interesting <clears throat> that like to me the video game is such a small part of what makes exactly uh, a let's play important to the point where sometimes I don't even need it. Exactly. Like in another example, when you, when I've watched let's plays of a game and then I play the game itself, it feels totally different when I play mm -hmm. it. Like it doesn't feel like the same game. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's bizarre. Yeah, but, uh, we we can agree Twitch is the best for streaming, but have you have you ever tried any other platforms through your venture, your streaming career? Uh, I mean, way back in the day, I had a channel on Justin.tv. Oh, wow. Which, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was back like we used to, to do live heckles. So like E3 would come on and be like, join us on Justin.tv and hear our opinions on stuff. We were doing like react videos, but we didn't put yeah. them on YouTube because we didn't want to succeed. Uh, so 
Like we did some stuff there. Uh, I've never actually like dove much into the YouTube thing. Like I've looked into YouTube streaming. I was just like, I don't want to bother. I don't want to learn a new thing. Uh, and then I've done a couple comedy shows that have been like streaming in random places. And of course, with wrestling, uh, I used to be uh, part of a company called Chikara, and we had our own streaming service. So that was an interesting. Oh, and Facebook, lots of Facebook stuff with uh, wrestling, which is very interesting because uh, I was a commentator. So I would be talking to like hype people up, like make sure he's come to our show. We have a match between this person and this person. And I would mention their names and you would see like the angry faces float across <laughs> my face. And it's like, oh, that's weird that it's the way that we're interacting right now. Mm. So Facebook's got some uh, some good ideas in their streaming thing. It's just uh, evil. So I'm not going to use that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they have Facebook gaming now, which I guess makes her turn into. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I did you hear about Dr. Disrespect thinking about going to Facebook gaming? I remember hearing a little bit of this story because I know when Mixer died, Ninja just get was like, I got paid. I'm coming yeah. back to Twitch. Back to Twitch. Yeah. So does Shroud. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't need to do anything ever again, but I will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then I remember there being some buzz about Dr. Disrespect looking for an exclusive contract somewhere. But mm -hmm. I mean, if you can make that money, make that money. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wherever, wherever it is, just there's always going to be haters no matter where you are. So yeah, if you get the cheddar, do it. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the main thing is uh, Twitch seems to be the only streaming platform that has a strong middle-class economy. Like, when it comes to, like, what Mixer was doing and then, like, this Facebook thing, if you're the big name on Facebook, you're making bank. If you're not a big name, you're making nothing. On Twitch, like, if you're not a big name on Twitch, you can still get enough. Oh, yeah, there's, a, th there's a lower threshold where you can still get donations, and mm -hmm. there's a low threshold for even a partnership, too. Uh, yeah. with Twitch. So like, and my channel, because we have the, the charity event uh, coming up, I don't want people to like donate to the channel because I want them to donate to the Trevor project. So yeah. my channel is purposely uh, not set up to make money, <laughs> which sounds really dumb, but like every <laughs> once in a while, someone's still like, I'm subscribing. I'm like, thanks. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Did not expect that. It's like, how do I donate? And I was like, you don't. <laughs> that's not what we're here for you can follow that's really all i want yeah i i just set up my donation thing because i do art streams which i haven't in a long time but i usually like uh i have a let's play channel too on youtube and i like to draw out my thumbnails so i usually i'll usually do that on twitch and then if someone wants to uh pay commission for a drawing i'll do it yeah, that, that's so. a, like in doing the convention scene, I have a lot of friends who are artists and like they just sit and draw on Twitch. And I was like, yeah, I'm sure drop in and see my buddy as they paint. It <laughs> so, really it really is. The, yeah, it really is the chillest thing, because for me, I felt the most. Relax, like it doesn't even really feel like I'm streaming when I do art streams, but yeah. for some reason, when I'm gaming or. It, it feels, I don't know, I feel the presence of being live. I, I don't get it. But when I'm gaming, I feel the presence. I don't right now because um, it's just such an engaging conversation. But... Yeah, I'm glad I can make you feel chill. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's cool that you were commentating, and I can see why, because you're very well-spoken, and you just oh, keep the flow you. going really nice. So. Yeah. Uh, so you, I saw a little bit of the pilot of that game show. What was it called on YouTube? Game the Gamer. Game the Gamer. Has that ever took off? Because I noticed that was a three-year-ago video. Yes. Uh, we have 10 episodes filmed, uh, and they're currently being edited. We had a 
we have so many tech issues with it that like we're going back and just fixing every little thing. Uh, it's tough with a game show, especially with like this video game format where like gameplay will get corrupted. And it's like, well, mm. what's the show now? Yeah. So going back and like fixing things and splicing things like that is just, it's taking forever. And on top of that, it's more of a reality show than a game show. So we have to put in those like talking heads. <clears throat> so it's a constant like argument of like, we haven't gone to a talking head in a while. Let's throw one in here. Yeah. And it's like, that one doesn't make sense because of it. So it's <laughs> taking forever. Uh, but we, we toured it. We did it at a bunch of conventions and it always is a smash success. It is super duper fun. And I really miss doing it. <laughs> I, yeah. Like from what I saw, it was high production and I enjoyed it. It felt like a reality TV show where it cuts to the, interview of the person they're talking about the experience on the show and i really liked it a lot i thought it was really yeah. cool and, and did and you did you pitch this to g4 or i i sent them an email because <laughs> <laughs> uh th there is also this element of like uh we the plan is to put it all up on youtube but like now with g4 coming back and like, I've already had a few interactions with the folks of G4. Like I got to interview Chris Gore from Attack of the Show and stuff like that. Mm. That I was like, hey, we're putting a lot of work into this. But if you would just like to buy this content that we've created for you, please do so. <laughs> and we will give it to you and then we will be done. <laughs> so it's definitely something that we'd love to do. And it's something that, you know, they're aware of. <laughs> But what what comes of it remains unknown. I, well, I hope it's a, it's a success for you because I I liked it a lot. I did. I thought it was a really cool concept that G four needs to pick up. I haven't watched TV in a long time, so I don't know what they're doing. But they used to do yeah. like game shows back in the day, right? No, that was always my big problem with G four is it lacked a game show. Uh, Maybe so I'm thinking of something else then. Th they had a show called uh, Starcade which was like an old eighties game show where like they would answer trivia questions and then they would play like really old games. Like they, they were playing, uh, ah, what is it? Uh, Dragon's Lair and stuff like that. <laughs> so they didn't have anything modern. And then they had a show that was an import from England called uh, high score. And that one was like, okay, but they didn't, they didn't have like an original video game game show ever. And the peak points of G4, uh, I was in high school and I used to run game shows on their forum, like with people on the forum. So I was like, hey, I'm running a trivia show. Everybody jump in the chat. And I used to do that like constantly just trying to get their attention. Like, look how easy it is to do a game show. This is what your channel names, your TV for gamers, damn it. Exactly. Uh, so now here I am. <laughs> years later doing the same thing <laughs> buy my game show g4 <laughs> g4 if you're ever gonna watch this we hope you reconsider uh so so your name is tv's noah is is it a passion to be on tv or is it just a <laughs> catchy name or uh tv's noah is the name that i was given uh back in college because they i needed a radio dj name and I went with TV's Noah because I thought it was funny that I wasn't on TV. Uh, oh. It is also <laughs> an homage to uh, TV's Frank from uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yes. So yes. I stole it from him and stuck it on my own name. Uh, so so in college, you, you did radio? Yes. Uh, this just, again, throwing lots of stupid ideas at the wall. Uh me and my buddy, Will, who we would go on to do Plus Two Comedy, originally we were CSW Radio because we thought it was funny to pick three random letters that didn't mean anything. So it didn't stand for anything, but we were like, we're CSW Radio, you know, CSW, and just never explain it. Uh, so we, we had a radio show. It was like two hours once a week. And we would do the nerd news where we would like break down, like here's what's going on, comic books, video games, 
uh, movies. Like we'd run through all that news. We would do a debate and we would do a trivia game and a roast. That sounds awesome. We were one of the most hated shows. What? (laughs) Because I don't know how we got the show, but, uh, College radio, our college radio station was supposed to be adult contemporary, Hmm. which was like music we didn't care about. So you were supposed to stay on format during your show. And then we would come on and we'd play Flight of the Concords and Death Clock. And listeners loved us, but the station hated us. Oh, man. You would think if like you're getting high ratings and viewership, the the station would, you know. You would think, but it was just basically like, uh, you know, this is not talk radio. This is supposed to be this. And we're like, well, we're going to do what we want. Talk radio like, is more interesting. Take their show away then. And they <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and it was interesting that we had keys to the station. So every once in a while, we would just break in and do a weird show, like off schedule. We're like, let's do British accents and let's like do a political debate show. And we would just run in and do that randomly throughout the day. And if there wasn't a scheduled show there, there was like a computer uh, that would just play like random music. So we'd come in, we'd turn that off and we'd do this. And then people would call in and go, thank you so much for doing this. This station's usually terrible at this time. Now it's fun. (laughs) And we would used to be like, well, why are you listening? Like who's forcing you to listen to this college radio station at two in the afternoon? (laughs) <laughs> do not own a television <laughs> so yeah so basically radio turned into podcasting turned into comedy turned into wrestling somehow interesting uh evolution there yeah my goal is to just do every job so eventually i like I'll that idea it. yeah you know try everything <laughs> see if it works for you see if like you have a newfound passion if you try something yeah. different exactly um th- did you have like a catchy intro when you're a DJ? Like, can you remember what you used to say when you would, uh, uh when people... we would play, th- there was a movie clip that was like, uh, uh, you, everyone please listen to this. Uh, please turn your radio station up to maximum volume so you can make the following noise we play as loud as possible. And then it was the theme to death clock. And that was like the, the bit kind of was that was our only produced thing. And then whenever I introed a segment, I would like, I did all the research of what the news and stuff was. And Will's job was to react to it. And I would never tell him what the segments were. And I would just be like, all right, let's play the intro to our new segment. It's time for the comic book roundup. And then I would just look at Will and he would just make noises that, that would be our intro. And, <laughs> And uh, so we, we would do that all the time. It's just like, oh, I have Green Lantern news. Play the Green Lantern theme. And we did that so much that we had fans send us audio clips like, hey, so you guys don't have to make noises with your mouth. I made these intro clips for you to use. You're like, no, that's the show. <laughs> you didn't have You're a... ruining what CSW stands for. <laughs> the integrity of CSW. You didn't have like a soundboard or anything? In the no. State? Wow. Uh, our, our, it's such a shame. We really wanted to record our show. And uh, we, we, we talked to like the station heads, like, how do we record this? And they're like, the only way we can currently record from our radio station is on cassette. And I was like, well, how am I supposed to put that on the internet? <laughs> what are you doing? So I think I have one complete show that we've ever done <clears throat> because the only way that we could record it was I had to bring my computer in and I had to play it through the computer and then just like record the audio playing through my computer uh, and my computer was a piece of garbage that would overheat. So I had like three fans on it. So you kind of hear like a fan <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the whole time. So I had this one episode and like, I have, I've never gone back and listened to it. I'm sure it's terrible. Cause like our big thing that we also love to do was to make fun of the PSAs, which I'm sure you're definitely not supposed to oh, do. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We actually stole one of the PSAs because we loved it so much. 
there was this PSA about how like smoking is like being willi- willingly attacked by a bobcat. And it was just like, you wouldn't go and provoke a bobcat, would you? Don't start smoking. And we put in Bobcat Goldthwait quotes over it. So it was so we made it sound like <laughs> it was someone like poking Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> we're definitely not supposed to be doing that. Nobody yeah. stopped us. We were drunk with power. <laughs> They must have like low key liked you if they never took you off. Yeah, <laughs> got in trouble a lot. But. Uh, well, as long as fun was made, it's exactly. worth it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's all that matters. So you kind of carried on the uh, legacy, I guess you could say, of being a DJ. Now you have your own podcast, Stay mm. Doomed. Yes, which I heard of a little bit of. Um, you said it was about shows that didn't make it past the pilot or the first season. Or? Yeah, it's it's supposed to be uh, shows that ran one season or less. Mm. Uh, we recently finished band episode month because we wanted to do something a little bit different. Yeah, so it's that. basically you know TV that uh, either didn't survive or for some reason you're not allowed to see anymore is the feel of the show, uh, which. When we started the show, we didn't realize that each episode was going to require watching like nine hours of television. <laughs> but uh, right now we're currently the next episode that drops, I believe is episode 95 and we're on the road to 100. And the prom, the promise was once we got to 100, we would do Firefly because I've never seen Firefly. Really? You haven't seen yeah, Firefly yet? People wow. hate me for that. <laughs> so, it's like, yeah, all right, that, I'll do the podcast. And the whole point of this is that I'll eventually watch Firefly. Does it does it technically qualify? Because yes, it didn't make it past the first season, but it did have a movie that concluded the story. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're gonna do a special episode where we watch the movie. Uh we we have had a few episodes where we watched a show and then it came back, which was weird. Mm-hmm. Uh because we did The Quest, which was a reality show on ABC that's getting revived on Disney+. Plus. And uh, I think like just a few months ago, they announced the return of Clone High. Which oh, is yeah. the greatest cartoon ever made. From like 15 plus years ago. It's crazy they're bringing it back. Yeah, that, that show is incredible. It is a crime that it was taken off the air. Uh, if, if you don't know, the reason they were taken off the air was because... Uh, Gandhi... The, yeah, because of Gandhi, yeah. the citizens of India went on a hunger strike. Yeah, because they made Gandhi into a sex crazed teenager. Uh, so I'm excited they're bringing it back. They're not bringing back Gandhi, but uh, oh, that's I think sad. That's fine, he was like the best character. Find compromise so a country doesn't starve to death. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But um, can you can you think can you uh, think of any band episodes or shows that? are not to the American audience that you've mentioned in your podcast or, uh, let's see. We did, we did Garth Marenghi's dark place. Which oh my gosh. Edible one. Yeah. That brought back a lot of memories when you said that. <laughs> yeah. That show is so funny. <laughs> it is I highly recommend off that the one. wall. Man. Uh, the next show. episode that's coming out is called murder in a small town X, which was a Fox reality show. Uh, it was also, based off of a show called The Murder Game that was an England show, and we're going to be doing that soon. Uh, we also did the English reality show Shattered, which was, uh, a, it was a reality show where you weren't allowed to sleep for a week. So they like kept everyone awake for like 120 hours, something ridiculous. And the whole first episode is spent being like, there are no sharp, edges or hard surfaces in the house because someone might just fall asleep and we don't want them to hit their heads. And, uh, you know, it's believed that, you know, exhaustion can lead to hallucinations and, uh, repressed sexual urges, like all this, like insane stuff is, is set up in the first episode. And then the second episode starts with, so we let them sleep for an hour for safety reasons. It's like, well, the show's ruined. Yeah, man. that that completely ruins the concept of being awake for 120 so, whatever what hours. 
yeah, that that, so that, is... that was a disappointment. Uh, but yeah, we've watched so much just like really bad TV. We we watched our most obscure thing. We watched. There's a show called Turn On. It, it aired in the 70s, and uh, you have to go to the Paley Center in New York and watch their only copy of it. Wow. It is a show that was so bad that uh, it started airing in on the East Coast. By the time it got to like central uh, uh, time, in the middle of it, it went to commercial and a message popped up that said, uh, the remainder of Turn On will not be seen at this time or ever. And then they played 20 minutes of or 12 minutes of organ music because it was better than this show. And it was canceled in California before it aired where the cast party was taking place. So there was a party of people being like, yeah, our show's going to come on soon. Like the premiere no. of the... <laughs> Wow. No, I guess it isn't. <laughs> That's disheartening. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a trip. It's perfect adult swim television because it's like ADD, too much is happening, overstimulating. Uh, and it's from like the 70s. So like usually like flashing colors is not yeah. a, an old school thing. So oh, it was for very sure. interesting to see their take on short attention band theater. <laughs> so... I think I've seen somewhere, I can't remember where, but you said you stream more than just video games. You, uh, you, you talk a little bit about ARGs, alternate, alternate reality yes. games. Yeah, this is, this, is, this is the big thing that I, I think I'm, I'm most known for doing on Twitch, which is uh, I do a show called... I just got election news. <laughs> uh <laughs> There is a uh, this thing on the internet called the Not Prawn Riddle. And you can check it out right now. It's fantastic. It's been online for 17 years. In the 17 years that it's existed, it just had its 100th person solve it. And basically, it's just a website. And... Based on what is on this website, you have to get to the next website. And that's level two. And then once you solve level two, you move on to level three. And it was something that I had tried like a few years ago. And I was like, maybe I'll try this again and I'll stream it. So I started streaming it and I was playing it. And all of a sudden, like all these people started popping up in my chat that I didn't recognize. And they were all saying like, they weren't really talking to me. They were just kind of saying suspicious things. I was like, this is weird. Uh, and they were like, hey, when you're done streaming, can we talk to you? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I finished the stream. I turned the stream off, but I kept chatting. And they were like, hey, we're the people in charge of this. You're kind of ruining it by streaming it. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I tried to reach out. And if you guys, like, didn't want me to do it, I, like, I said I'd stop. And I also promised that, like, I'd delete stuff if need be. And they're like, listen, we don't want you to do that. Uh, you can get up to level 70, and then you have to stop. And I was like, okay, that sounds fair. So I come back on the next stream, and I'm like, hey, I've been informed. I can only go this far in it. So in enjoy this while we can. I get the level 70, I sign off, a couple months go by, and I get a message like, hey, can you join this Discord? And I'm like, yeah, sure, weird message. So I join this Discord, and as soon as I join, someone says, uh, Noah the streamer is here. And then all these people are like, wait, he's really in here? And it was this community of people that have been discussing what I was doing without my knowledge. And I was just like, this is creepy as hell. They're like, yeah, we had a discussion. Uh, we're going to let you continue. But you have to censor the following things out and you have to stop at this point. And I'm like, okay, if you, if you say so. So like there's this like almost secret society of people that have been Yeah, it sounds like a cult people. for this. Yeah. <laughs> and like I I've told this story before and people are like, well, why don't you just say screw you and do it anyway? And I was like, because the riddle is actually special. 
uh, I compare it to, there's a website called uh, the most exclusive website on the internet. And if you go to it, it'll, you have to like wait in line for everyone who's before you to see it. And then once wow. you see it, you, get, you only get to be there for two minutes. So there's a process you can go through and then see what this website's all about. Or you can Google it and get the answer. With the Notron riddle, you can't find what the end of this is. It is not online anywhere. You have to solve it on your own. Who am I to ruin that? Hmm, <laughs> there's right. actually something that's like online that still has this like bit of mystery. Right. So people jump on with me as we try to solve it, but we know like we're going to get to a point to stop out of respect for it. So that's like one of my most popular things that I stream just because no one else is doing that. It's really yeah. weird. And I uh, think that's cool. Like puzzles. Yeah. Hey, hey. So what level are you on now? Uh, if you can't uh, make it past I, 70. Uh, I'm, I'm currently on level negative oh. 52. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's, it's already confusing. Right? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no, that was a curve no, ball. Negative 25. I think is where I am. Uh, <laughs> but it they they told me that I'm not allowed to stream that level, but I can stream the next one. So I have to solve this one on my own and then I'm allowed to come back. So I haven't had time to like really pick that level apart. So I'm doing other puzzles in the meantime. Mm. But eventually not prawn will return. And uh it whenever it not prawn returns, like I see the numbers on YouTube like skyrocket. Like, yes, this is what we want. It's like that's cool. Like, I think it's a little strange to me that it's me for an hour being frustrated, <laughs> <laughs> but people really enjoy that. And then I have the people who help me live. I have the people on YouTube that like, I watched your video and I saw this, try this next time you stream. It's a very single player game that has become this great community for my channel. So I super love doing the not prawn riddle. I would be, after all that happened to you, I would, in my shoes, I would be freaked out to the point where I just stop. <laughs> if like this secret society on Discord is is messaging me and knows about me, it's like, oh, you can't make it past this certain threshold. I would be freaked out. I'm like, okay, I, I'm just, just away from it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. What do you, what do you think? What, what do you think would happen if you did make it past 70? It, it, if it, honestly nothing like it's kind of a thing that's done out of respect right, i mean yeah i would love so much to tell you be like well anonymous would come and black <laughs> never see me again like that's definitely the more interesting yes, answer exactly i was i was thinking of a darker answer here but yeah out of but respect like, it's a group of people that are like hey what you're doing's cool but like please don't do this <laughs> yeah all right no problem <laughs> Now that you mentioned the not prawn thing, it reminded me of the, did you ever see or hear about the Kanye quest RPG maker yes. game? That yes. was a crazy story. Uh, I was actually, when I found out about that, I was pissed off because we were working on something like that. Uh, there was a, a game that we had uh, in development with a very small like video game community called line runner. We wanted to make a one D game. Where it was just like you going across one line over and over again. And then we were going to hide like this sinister story underneath it. And like the main like video game developer was like, I, I don't think I get this, but okay. And like, I just kept pushing them and like sending them ideas. And then one day he was like, I get it. It's like Kanye quest. I was like, no, what's that? <laughs> and he sent me the article and I was like, well, <sighs> guess it's over. <laughs> I forgot what YouTube channel. It was one of those, uh, those YouTube channels that explore ARGs. I think it was Nexpo. Uh, if oh, you, I love Nexpo. Yeah. If you haven't seen that Kanye quest video, any viewers or you Noah, it's such a crazy video, how he unravels, the the code and you had to put in your your personal information into the game and you're supposed to have like these packages sent to your house from I don't think it you know as it was a long time ago when yeah. the game was developed so I don't think it's active right now yeah, there's just enough there to make it seem like it's a 
bunch of crap, but also just enough there to be like, this used to be a thing that they shut down. So yeah, it was so crazy because God rays. Yeah. Crazy. I think <laughs> it's same here. Cause it's getting dark here. So like my one desk lamp is the only thing illuminating me. So this doesn't think, match the theme of Scooge dark. It's like Scooge overexposed. <laughs> <laughs> well, as soon as I started mentioning the cult, the yeah, yeah. Down. yeah, everything's got more spooky and like campfire. You tell a scary yeah. story at the campfire vibe. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, God hates streams. I said, yeah, that is true. A lot of my, a lot, a lot of my streams are dumpster fires. Well, Noah, I think that's all the time we have for today. It was such a pleasure to have you on the show. This was way more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. I mean, I could see you're an entertaining guy. Like, I, like, I love it when people are, are like, "This is going to be disappointing," and then they're not. That's what I, I, I didn't. I didn't think it was going to be disappointing, but just. Like me having my first interview, I thought, uh, this might be a little bit of a dumpster fire, <laughs> but it was a great time and so glad to have you on the show and yes. maybe an, another collab in the future might happen, yeah. question mark. Well, I mean, j- jump on the Lisa stream and grab yourself a character on Mondays. And uh, of course, join us for Battle Royale Royale. You can still sign up and uh, head on over to BattleRoyaleRoyale.com. And uh, sign up. It's going to be fantastic. There's a $500 prize. I didn't mention that earlier. Oh, wow. So <laughs> That's all the more reason. The BattleRoyaleRoyale.com. TV's Noah from Plus Two Comedy. Go check him out. His Twitch is over his, uh, well, his banner's over his camera there. And uh, yeah, check him out. <laughs> yeah, he's pointing straight here, up at it. <laughs> we'll see you in the next episode.